Welcome to episode 100 of the Various and Sundry Podcast. I am your host, Matt Harmon, joined live from the vault studio on the beautiful campus of Grace College and Theological Seminary by my good friend, my colleague, my co-host, and the man who took me to a Colts game yesterday. Yep. John Scott Sloat. Yep. Yep. We went to a Colts game yesterday. We did. We did. Well, and it's episode 100 also. Which, yeah. Which feels big. It is a big deal. I think this one might go a little longer than our normal 40 to 45. We've got uh, an, an aggressive agenda, I think, mm-hmm. in front of us here. Mm-hmm. And the time to do it. Yeah. Yes. Yes. We have managed to block out time of our busy schedules to, mm-hmm. to make this happen. So let's get some of the preliminaries out of the way here. You can find us on Twitter at Pod. You can email the show, variousandsundrypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and on YouTube, Various and Sundry Podcast. And we would love for you to go on to whatever platform you use to access the show and leave us a review and a five-star rating. So, John, we should probably jump right into our sports segment because there's a lot that's happened in the world of sports. It's been a busy it's been a busy holiday weekend yes. for sports. Yeah, yes, it, yes, it was. So uh, let's start with our uh, let's start with the NFL. Okay. Tell us about your JETS Jets, Jets, Jets. Ugly win uh, <laughs> against a bad team in Houston. But it still counts as it's a win. Still, it's still a W. Is yeah. that number three on the year? Three on the year, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So any teams how – many, how many wins does Houston have? Do they just have one? One or two, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, are you – so at this point, are you hoping more for wins or are you hoping, hey, let's just actually tank for the rest of the year and try to get a high draft pick? Where, where are you at on that spectrum? So I'm probably more at the like I want to see them put together consistent good games. Okay. Uh, they may lose those games. They may win those games. Either way, I think we're getting a top 10 pick. Right. Out of uh, out of this season, so I'm I'm not concerned about, you know, if if I'm taking a quarterback, I want to be in the top five. If I'm right. taking, you know, yeah, uh, but but I just don't think um, we're at that spot. What I'm more watching uh, is the Seattle Seahawks because we also have their first round pick. All right, and right now the Seattle Seahawks have three wins. There you go. Um, so that's also a top ten pick at the moment. I don't think Russell Wilson is fully healthy. No. Uh, and uh, they're not playing that well. Yeah. Do you think this is the end of the marriage between Russell Wilson and uh, Pete Carroll? Yeah. I think Pete Carroll might be done after this year. Could be. Because uh, he doesn't want to go through a rebuild. He's in his 70s. He's old. Real, he realizes that Yeah. Old. Yeah. Um, he's old. And Russell Wilson, I think, is on another team next year. Really? I think so. You think he's moving on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you heard it here first. Uh, around the rest of the league. Well, um, do we need to talk about the Colts game yesterday? You want to do that here at this point in the, in the show? I mean, it was yesterday. <laughs> it's up to you. I mean, it's just as much your podcast as mine. Well, we can talk about it later. Yeah. I, <laughs> Where do you want to talk about it? I don't know. I mean, I, I was thinking that there might be a segment later in the in the show that might. Uh, oh, I see. I see. Sorry. Am, am sorry. I, it's it's right at the top. The The Colts lose. Yeah. It's yeah. on the it's on the rundown twice. Yeah. Okay, my okay. bad, my bad. My I, bad. <laughs> okay, let's go to let's go to Saturday, day before. Yes, we must. Yes, we must. And 
it finally happened. Ohio State lost to the team up north. Uh, first time in 10 years. 10 years. And yeah. second time in 20. Is that right? Uh, so third time in 20 years. Third time in 20. Okay. Yeah. 2004, 2011, and now this year. Um, talk to me about the emotions. Uh, talk to me about the state of your house. <laughs> yeah, Saturday was a pretty dark day in the Harmon household. Mm. Um, and I think – uh, it, this this might surprise some people. I think my wife took it harder than me. <laughs> and um, yeah, I mean, I I I was not super confident going into the game, and um, I I think that early on it became apparent that we were in some trouble just because. And this was the this was what ended up costing us the game. Uh, Michigan owned the line of scrimmage on both sides of the ball. Yeah, and so um, they came out and and just what what was what was deeply disappointing was the fact that um, it was clear what Michigan was going to try to do. They came into the game basically saying, "We're just going to run the ball down your throat." There wasn't uh, – there was a, maybe a little creativity but not much. Sure. It was just power running. And despite the fact that we knew it was coming, we couldn't stop it. Hmm. And there was a stretch from the middle of the second quarter all the way through the end of the game where Michigan scored touchdowns on every drive. Even though we knew they're just going to run the ball. Occasional rare passing but like they're just going to run – they threw five passes in the second half. Hmm. And they still scored touchdowns on every drive. They yeah. just rammed it down our throats. And the only um, sort of positive that I see coming out um, from this is I, I hope that this means some wholesale changes on the defensive coaching staff, hmm. that this will be the straw. I mean we saw this earlier in the year with Oregon where they – the defense was just a mess, and there, while there were signs of improvement, to be sure, um, it's clear that the defensive side of the ball needs a complete overhaul in the coaching staff. Maybe with the exception of keeping their defensive line coach Larry Johnson. Other than that, I think every defensive coach has to go. They have to. They have to start over. I have to start from scratch. Now, what factor, if any, did the weather play? Because uh, because Ohio State's hallmark is their offense mm -hmm. this year. Um, and it just didn't necessarily get clicking at any point during the game. What was it? The was it the weather that played a factor? Well, Ohio State struggled to run the ball. Mm -hmm. Passing the ball, they were fine. Hmm. I mean, C.J. Stroud threw for nearly 400 yards. Hmm. He was like 34 of 49 for just under 400 yards, two touchdowns. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know that. that you know, it, it's not. Um, it was basically line play that killed us. Hmm. So we couldn't run the ball. And uh, we couldn't stop the run. So my hope is is that Ryan Day looks at this and goes, all right, yep, I need to totally rebuild my defensive coaching staff. The talent's there. It's just the coaching has not been good enough. So we'll see. I, I'm hopeful that he will do that, that at the end of the year he will clean some house defensively and start over with that. But we shall see. Um, Tell me about the Big Ten Championship. What's So that's Michigan against Iowa. Any prediction there? Well, they're two pretty similar teams. Um, 
here's the big question for me. Everything Michigan was doing was building up to this game, the Ohio State game. Do they have a letdown game? Is there a letdown? Yeah. Big emotional win over a rival they haven't beaten in 10 years. Mm -hmm. And they've never been to the Big Ten championship game. Is there a letdown? Is there a um, just a sort of, yeah, a letdown, I guess is the best word for it, Yeah. to see uh, if that happens. And yeah, so it was just a chaotic college football weekend in general. Alabama should have lost to Auburn. Did you see any of this? I did not. I saw it was a close game in overtime. Auburn dominated the game, Mm -hmm. whole game. They are up 10-3. They have the ball with less than two minutes left. And if they run the clock out properly, they can kick it back to Bama with like 20 seconds left on the clock. So they're running. They run a first down. Bama calls timeout. They run on second down. Bama has only got one timeout left. The running back runs out of bounds. Mm. Here's your free timeout. That cost them 40 seconds on the game clock. And Bama scored with like 20 seconds left in the game after they got the ball back to tie it, send it to overtime. Hmm. Auburn gave them the game. So if you're if if you if you're a Bama fan, at this point you're like you have no you have no realistic reason to be optimistic against Georgia. There, you know, every sign points to. I mean, again, Saban's a great coach; they have talent, but it's just I can't see them beating uh, Georgia. But uh, Oklahoma State beat Oklahoma, and then probably the biggest news in the college football weekend, honestly, Oklahoma's coach Lincoln Riley, yeah, yeah, leaves Oklahoma and is hired at USC. All the speculation was him being uh, hired at LSU. Mm-hmm. And so he was asked after the game and he said, this is so this is so shady. He said, I am not going to be the coach of LSU. <laughs> True statement. That's very particular. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently no one thought to ask him, are you going to be the coach at USC? Or anywhere. Yeah. Anywhere other than Oklahoma. Yeah. So um, just a, a very intriguing you know, Oklahoma fans losing their mind, et cetera. But this upcoming weekend, championship weekend, sets up to be very fascinating because you could still have enormous chaos. Um, Notre Dame is in good shape to back their way into the playoff. Without playing a game. Without playing a game this weekend. Hmm. We'll see what happens. It, yeah. it, it, now that my team's eliminated, now I'm absolutely rooting for chaos. I mean, some are even trying to say, well, there's a scenario where Ohio State with two losses gets in. No, I don't see it. Yeah. Um, in any case, it's it's fascinating. Um, it'll be fun to watch. You know, it's it reminds me of the line from one of the Dark Knight movies. Some people just want to watch the world burn. I want to watch the college football world burn this week. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Things got dark. It did. Real, it real did. Quick. Real quick. Um, what about uh, what about your Knicks? Uh, Knicks uh, beat the Lakers this week, lost to the Suns, um, and then beat somebody else this weekend. So, so like a like a two in one week. So okay. So um, they're still trying to figure themselves out. I think All right. they have. There's talk of benching Kemba Walker because he's just not playing very well, hmm. and putting in second year player Emmanuel Quickly, uh, who uh, I think was at Kentucky. Maybe Is I got that Kentucky wrong. Kentucky or Duke guy? I can't remember. I thought it was Kentucky. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But 
um, because he's just playing lots lights out. And there's there's a lot of calls, at least on Twitter, which there's always a lot of calls on Twitter yeah. uh, to to put him in the starting lineup. So, <laughs> indeed, probably indeed. the biggest New York sports news. I think I'm comfortable saying that uh, is yeah. the is the Mets right now. The the baseball team and uh, well, first of all, lockout's going to happen like December third. So, do you think that's actually going to happen? Or do you think they're going to get something in place to? I think it'll happen for a little bit. Okay. Um, I I hope you know, knock on wood, we don't miss any spring training or season next year. Uh, but the the Mets have been, I think, the most active free agent team. Uh, and w- when you have the richest owner, that's that's a that helps. That's something you can do. Uh, but we signed uh, three guys, uh, really four guys this week. Well, I guess five. So uh, one bench player. Mm-hmm. Uh, we signed. Uh, Three everyday players, probably starters, uh, one of them being Starling Marte, uh, who is very, very good. Other guys are uh, – the other two guys are solid, solid hitters. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the big one that just became official uh, right before we went on the air was the Mets got Max Scherzer, mm-hmm. Mad Max, who is the guy, the, the pitcher with two different uh, – his eyes are two different colors. Oh, really? Did you know this about I, him? I did not. Yeah, he has one eye that's one color and one <laughs> eye that's another color. And they say that's part of his advantage when he pitches because he's he's horrifying. Um, <laughs> okay. But, uh, but he's also a very good pitcher. Yeah. Uh, and he last year said to the Nationals who he was playing for, he said, don't trade me to New York. I don't want to go to New York. Well, New York rolled up and paid him and offered him $43 million uh, a year for three years. Yeah. And he signed on. Um, <laughs> I can't even really wrap my brain around making $43 million a year. A year, yeah. Now, I, I realize that you know he probably pays 60% of that in taxes. So his take-home money is less, far less than that. <laughs> and then you throw an agent fee and you – know. so out of 43, he's still probably walking home with – is he walking home with 18? Yeah, 18 something, something, something like that. Which – is still nothing to sneeze at. Yeah. I mean, if someone wanted to offer me $18 million in take-home pay, I'd, I'd, I'd have to strongly consider it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. Uh, but it's been it's been exciting. You know, uh, we lost in free agency early. We lost a couple of players, but mm-hmm. we've, we've clearly made up for it. Yes. So it's been a lot of fun. It's yeah. It's been a fun week. Yeah. So there's your, there's your update in the world of sports. We finally have arrived, John. Talking about episode 100. 100. Which is just us talking about ourselves, really. <laughs> well, sort of. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. So we we know that our listeners uh, join in at various points. Obviously, not everyone has been here for the whole ride. Mm-hmm. We do know we have some faithful, long-term listeners who've been here for the, for the entirety of the show. But yep. Um, let's, I wanted to start by, let's, let's kind of remind our audience of the origins of the podcast. How did, how did the idea even arise for us to be doing this? Um, well, as, as memory serves, and maybe this is some good background uh, to our relationship, but I was your student here at Grace, mm-hmm. um, went away to Southern for a year, got, a, year got, of exile. A, yeah. got a degree there and then, uh, and then returned to be a resident director and would come over to your house. Just about every Sunday uh, to, yeah. to do lunch, watch football, watch sports, whatever whatever was on, 
interacting with your family and, mm-hmm. and just all around having a good time. Yeah. Um, and you and I would have conversations in the basement for probably probably one or two good ones a week down there where we're just yeah. talking about cultural moments, sports, uh, just, just anything. And your boy Jake was down there uh, listening. And yeah. I, th- I think he suggested it. Is that is that is that right? Yeah, we. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not always sure how much how much credit to give him. He definitely deserves some credit for the idea. He certainly pushed when the idea was out there. Yes, yes. He he certainly gets credit for um, pushing the idea. I remember him saying, "You guys should do a podcast," and 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 the two of us kind of looking at each other like. Well, what will we talk about? And he's like, this, like, this is the podcast. Like you guys talking about sports, theology, culture, ministry, that sort of thing. And initially I think we were kind of like, yeah, okay, you know, but we were in no position to do one because Mm -hmm. we didn't have, first of all, we didn't really know, like, what kind of equipment do you need? How does that work? Yep. And then- Lo and behold, our dean here came in with podcasting equipment. And experience. And experience. Yeah. So that was a pretty key piece of like – of moving it from, yeah, that's that's kind of a fun idea to actually I think we could do this. This might might be doable. Yeah. So then you remember we we did a few practice episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was – was that spring – or that was fall 19. Fall of 19. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What a, what a world. Yeah. A completely different world in some respects. We had, we had a long conversation about Kanye, I think. <laughs> I think that was a practice episode where we talked, we talked about Kanye. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. For like an hour. <laughs> yes. Goodness. Yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. But um, then we finally dropped our, our preview episode. Yeah, December. In mid-December of 19. And that was basically us just talking about what we were going to do on the podcast. It was like, what, 15 minutes maybe? Yeah, 10 to 12 probably. Yeah. Our most downloaded episode of date yeah. also, I might add. Yeah. So then uh, come the first week of January in 2020, we did our initial episode, episode one. Do you remember what our um, what what we what what was our topic? Do you remember this? I think it was was it resolutions and books. What was that the topic of books we're hoping to read this year? Resolutions we're making. Resolutions, books, and Oscar Robertson. Oscar, well done. Yeah, yeah. Looking back, so that that one dropped January seventh. So that was the first real episode. Mm-hmm. That we had there, January seventh, two thousand twenty. So that's kind of how the podcast began, and obviously it's morphed over the course of one hundred episodes. Um, John, any big surprises in doing the podcast now for almost two years? We're we're basically twenty three months in. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm always surprised when somebody's listening. <laughs> I, I, I think that always shocks me uh, when I run into somebody, hey, listen to your pod. Or somebody I don't know emails me and mm-hmm. go, hey, big fan of the pod or so- something like that. I'm just like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I I I think that's I think that's one of the surprises for me. Um, I think the other is um, that we've done this every week. Yeah, it's 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 an impressive feat. <laughs> I mean that that that's not we did not set out expecting to do that. It was it was a well we have COVID let's. Let's do this yeah. every week, right? I mean, the the original idea I think was, let's do like the first like five or six weeks, like let's get let's get off to a start where we do every week to kind of build some momentum, and then we'll probably scale back to one every other week, mm-hmm. and then COVID hit, yep. and we're like, well, I mean, we can. We might we, as we well. have the time. Yeah. <laughs> We've got the time. And, you know, then we figured out the whole, you know, doing it through Zoom and like, okay, well, so we can still quarantine and do this and mm-hmm. and make that work. So um and we for one hundred straight weeks have yeah. produced content. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um let's talk about some challenges. I mean, that that's one of them, obviously. Yeah. Uh, recording every week. And then getting in the frame of mind to be in here because this plops right in the middle of our Monday usually, at least this yeah. semester it does. Yeah. we This semester, yeah, we've been doing Monday afternoon recordings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it is a um, – it can be a challenge to, to shift gears from mm-hmm. the grind of whatever we're doing that day, teaching, meetings, et cetera. Um, and yeah, I think just along with that, coming up with content. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> goodness. We meet how often do we meet to do content? Is it oh, gosh. Probably every 2 or 3 months. We Yeah, we should probably do, we we need to do better at doing that more consistently uh to get out in front of it. Yeah. Um I I think one of my one of my least favorite things is if we if we don't do that, then it's like Sunday afternoon. And you and I are texting about We're texting about what, back yeah, and oh forth. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> what are we going to talk about this week? Are we just doing another parable this week? Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, so. Yes. And usually those content meetings are, all right, what do we want to talk about? And I just, I feel like I just throw ideas out there and you respond to them. And you're like, I like that, don't like that. I like that, I don't like that. I, I think that's somewhat fair, though. At times, we have worked in lunches into those. Yes, and that's you know taking. I, would, I enjoy food. One time we got really sick. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes. We we went and discussed the pot over lunch and at a came, local restaurant. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then we came home. We came home and we were we were both sick for about. You got it worse than me, though. I think I was, yeah. I think I was down thirty six hours. Yeah, I I had a much milder version, but still a yeah. The stomach being off experience and it, it totally took you out. Yes, it did. So uh, thankfully, I didn't fall in a window where we needed to record because – We could have done Zoom. We could have done a Zoom recording. Yeah. We could have hit pause. <laughs> <laughs> Stitched it together. Yeah. Um, what, what are some other uh, challenges you think we've faced in doing this? Um, I think the equipment itself has been a challenge at times where the equipment will – pick up uh, radio station frequencies that I'm told don't come through to everybody else, but you and I can hear them. Yeah. Um, and so that, that's that been a challenge. Uh, 
also uh, people walking in on us or yes, we did uh, have one coworker in particular. So our studio, this is actually the second studio. This is the second in, studio. Yeah, uh, doubles as a storage closet, mm-hmm. a large storage closet that was a former vault. Like yes, we're not joking when we call it the vault studio because yeah. uh, until this. Summer, right? Or no, just, no, just, just a couple, couple just a couple ago. yeah, maybe a month ago. Yeah. The door to get in here was an actual like bank vault kind of door that had the whole combination and everything. And that door has finally been removed and a standard door has been put in. But this is also a storage closet where uh, I think I've joked about this. Th- this is probably the largest private collection of my works. Yes. In, yes. in existence. Uh-huh. Uh, so – Copies of my books that we use for giveaways at Grace, uh, other marketing materials for seminary programs and stuff like that. Uh, so yeah, it also doubles, of course, as the podcast. And 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 no heating vents in here. No, it's often very cold. Including uh, today, uh, did you open it up early? I did not. Okay. Somebody did. Yeah, and. They they have tried to make it a little bit more studio like they've put like curtains now over the shelves, mm-hmm. and they've put what looks like um, sound absorbers to it, diminish echo. Yeah, it looks like like a mattress pad though, right? Yeah, it's just been kind of stuck to the wall. Yep, uh, that that's supposed to you know help keep the the sound uh, in here, but um, that might be another surprise. Is occasionally you and I walk in. And there's new equipment, yeah. and all of a sudden on the fly, we got to figure out how to. Yeah. How does this work? How do I use this? Yeah, that's true. Um, I will say we also struggle sometimes with the ambient noise, not just from the equipment, but from our surroundings. Yep. Uh, oh, gosh. Th- this is not as well. So in the previous studio, which is like barely like what ten feet away from where we are right now. That's right. Yeah. Um, it had windows. It was more susceptible to outside noise. So we would get the lawnmower. We'd get the leaf blower. We'd get that. Pretty... We'd get the cackling student out there laughing yes. at a joke or something. Yes. 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 And we also got, which we get still get that in this studio, is in the, in the basement level. So we're on the first floor of this building. The basement level is where our worship arts program is housed. Yep. And so you've got students down there. Practicing, playing the drums, drums guitars, guitar, yep. piano, um, that oftentimes will will float through the the floor into our studio there. But uh, and then I think the last challenge is um, just the reality that we have to avoid certain subjects. Mm-hmm. That I mean, the number one rule of the podcast is don't get fired. Yes, yes. And some of us will keep it anonymous. Some of us have been approached by administration not to bring up certain subjects <laughs> or not to tweet about certain subjects. Yes. 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 That's true. That's true. We're, we'll keep that anonymous. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. Um, because, I mean, one thing we didn't – we kind of hinted at this, but um, I mean the podcast originated out of our friendship and us talking about lots of things. Some of them – controversial mm-hmm. and some of them that um, quite frankly if we talked about on the podcast could just be a little uncomfortable yep um, you and I both have uh, have views on lots of issues mm-hmm. that um, 
just in the interest of maintaining our employment, mm-hmm. we think it's better not to put that on the air. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure our listeners have probably noticed that we that there that we we tend to avoid talking about politics. Yes. Uh, and a lot of and some of the more sensitive cultural issues we also mm-hmm. tend to avoid. Well, and we also chose, I think, the most polarized time of human history. It feels like to try to walk that tightrope. Yeah, that's probably fair. You know uh, that that hasn't been easy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> at times. Yep, that's true. That's true. Um, one one fascinating feature that you did mention earlier is this idea of, and I'm putting these in quotes, of being famous. In other words, people coming up to us and talking mm-hmm. about the podcast. Yes. Um, that's that's a weird dynamic. Yes. Uh, I've had to switch gears um, where people will ask me things about the podcast that I don't remember telling that person, right? The, uh-huh. They'll ask me things that I've said here. Yeah. That they will then come and ask me about, and I have to like recalibrate because I, mm-hmm. I just don't have a category for it. Yeah, um, but they they want to they want to talk about those things. So, yes, and I've had people ask me or, or mention things that we've talked about on the podcast, and I go, "We talked about that? I, I don't remember talking about that." Mm. No, 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 you talked about, that. and then they'll like you know give me a few sentences and like that sounds like something I'd say. <laughs> I, I, I I believe you. I just don't remember talking about that on the pod. So, any particular stories stand out of people you've run into? Well, my favorite one, I won't I won't give names, but there's a there's a kid in our he's like 5th grade, 6th grade? I don't know how old he is, yeah. Um, judging kids age is is not my in not our, my strong in suit. our church, um, who apparently listens to the podcast. Mm-hmm. Goes to our church. And this I know, was, I know his dad does, certainly. Yeah. Um this was maybe a month ago, six weeks ago, maybe two months ago. Yeah. Somewhere around that. Sometime this fall. And you and I were standing in the lobby at church. Mm-hmm. And uh, this kid comes up and he starts talking to me about the podcast. Mm-hmm. About sports. And we were talking about uh, he's also an Ohio State fan. So we're talking about that. And then you jumped into the conversation. And after you talked for, I don't know. 30 seconds or something. <laughs> he says, man, you sound a lot like the other guy on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> yeah. I embrace that role. Other guy. Yeah. Uh, about fell over. I'm like, that's because he is the other guy on yeah. the podcast. <laughs> it didn't dawn on him. That was such a great moment. That's one of my favorite stories about the podcast. <laughs> the other guy in the podcast. That's great. But we've been out and about at churches when we've had a yes. chance to teach or, or visit for, for grace uh, and that sort of thing and had uh, faithful listeners come up and, and engage us in conversation. Yeah, I, I was at a church in Columbus, Ohio. I was doing some uh, teaching and uh, just on a Sunday morning and then going to their service. And the worship leader came up to me afterwards and goes, Hey, so been listening to the pod. How how's the grass growing? You know all, all those things. And that seems to be the peop- the thing that people latch on to. You're the about grass me. guy. Yes, apparently, uh, people do mention it from time to time. <laughs> it does come up in conversation, which I'm happy to talk about it. So yeah, I we, we took some pictures. We never posted them. This I don't summer. think we ever posted them. Well, maybe in honor of the hundredth episode, we need to to do a little social media 
posting of uh, some of the pictures of the grass. Yeah. Well, but it looks a lot better than when we took those. <laughs> it looks a lot better now than it did then. Okay. Well, if you want to go home today and take some pictures. Maybe I'll do if that. If you get home before it's dark. Uh, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll wait till tomorrow morning. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So, um, but we, we enjoy it. I mean, we, uh, it, it still seems funny to us that. You know that people yeah, come up to it, us. Yeah, it's talk wild about. to me yeah. that people listen. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's fun. Um, another fun feature of of the podcast has been getting to do some interviews. Now, did we think about interviews before we started? Is that something we talked about? From my recollection, we had talked about doing interviews, but we had decided early on that we didn't want to do any initially. Like we wanted to get our own rhythm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of us before we brought a third person into the dynamic, even for an interview. So, uh, as best I can tell, I think we've interviewed four people. Yeah, that sounds right. And we've, one I don't even really count. So, <laughs> wow, wow. Uh, so our first interview was uh, was Dane Ortland. Yeah, and here I just think we need to remind our audience that we are in part largely responsible. For the success of his book, Gentle and Lowly. Well, you had a copy of it and you said we should read – because we were looking for a book to read together with our listeners over the summer basically. And we chose Gentle and Lowly and uh, once we chose it and put it out there, uh, it sold out of Amazon. Yeah. Uh, Before supply chain issues. Yes. This this was not um, supply chain issues. This was just wild popularity. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I actually I saw Dane at the ETS conference, and I reminded him that oh, yeah. you and I are basically responsible for oh, what he say? The, the wild success of his book, and he laughed heartily. He has a very good hearty laugh, and so he knew I was obviously joking, but um, he was he was very appreciative <laughs> of the role that we played in in sending his book um, you know through the roof in terms of sales. So. Um, I think our next interview technically was Zach from Ohio. Yeah. Yeah, we interviewed Zach on another podcast of all things. Yeah. Yeah. So does that count? I, I don't know. We we did play it on our podcast. We did. Yeah. So we um, – it was a friendly takeover of the Grace Story podcast that, uh, that Drew Flam, uh, our vice president of something, something, something yeah. here at Grace – uh, hosts where he interviews different people, alumni from Grace, faculty, uh, you know, people connected with Grace, mm-hmm. as you might expect. The the podcast is called Grace Story Podcast, um, and so uh, he suggested, or someone in his production team suggested, why don't you guys take the podcast over and you can do an episode? And um, we coordinated it with Zach from Ohio. Yep, coming to campus, and we interviewed him. And that was really good. That was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. And I, that is the only video episode of the podcast that exists. Yeah. And you can find that on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, if, you, if, you, if you don't know what we look like, that's a way to find out. Um, then we interviewed Barnabas Piper. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think um, we talked about the range of his books, but – I mean, part of the reason we had him on was that his his podcast, The Happy Rant, that he is part of with Ted Cluck and Ronnie Martin, is um, 
is one of the inspirations for this particular podcast. Uh, in fact, I remember when my son started listening to the Happy Rant after our podcast had started, he's like, Dad, you totally stole their open. Like, <laughs> well, I adapted it. I didn't, you know, like steal it, steal it. I adapted it. So, but in any case, um, I, Barnabas shares all, basically almost all of our interests, the sports, the ministry, books, those sorts yeah. of things. Um, and so that was a lot of fun to get to to get to talk to him. And then this past summer, we interviewed Jonathan Pennington because we read his book. Jesus, the Great Philosopher. Yes. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun too. I, I appreciated that. Do you have a favorite out of that group before? Um, I think Jonathan Pennington was probably my favorite. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I really enjoyed that interview. I was going to go with Barnabas Piper. I think all of our interviews have been good. We've yeah. enjoyed those. Yep. So, um, you know, from time to time, we, we do get people who, who post reviews of the podcast on um, on the different platforms here. And so um, I thought it might be interesting to go back and look at some of these uh, reviews that people have posted. Um, you know uh, – it can feel a little awkward to to read uh, things, not nice things that people say about you. I don't know if you had any particular ones that stood out to you. Um, in well, in, the, the, I think it's interesting to just looking through them. Um, they start with like a "Oh my goodness, I'm so excited about this." To eventually, like they start trickling in, probably one a month or so mm-hmm. in 2021. It's just like, hey, really enjoy this. This is good. This is helpful. This is, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so th- that's pretty cool. That it has some staying power. You know. I think so. I think so. Um, I think a a consistent uh, the the consistent mention of how our friendship comes through. In terms of uh, in terms of the conversation, and uh, how people feel like they are listening in on a conversation. That I mean, yes, obviously we're doing a program, so there is some formality to this at points. Mm-hmm. But our intention has has always been to have the uh, the feel of a conversation between two good friends. Um, so, you know, I, I, I think this one uh, kind of gets it in terms of the balance between lighthearted sports talk and then serious discussions about scripture, theology, and church life makes this one of my favorite podcasts. Um, I think uh, I also find myself listening in closely to the favorite things segment at the end. So, yeah, just fun to see people resonating with some of those things. Um, any that you wanted to highlight in there? Um, no, not in particular. I think okay. I think most of them are really excellent. I mean, there are some that are simply sports related. Yeah, but that's yeah. okay too. I mean, people enjoy taking shots about our either affirming or um, re- revolting against our sports preferences. Um, and you know, this is an interesting dynamic. Like we we have listeners who don't give a rip about sports. Mm-hmm. And I think. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was your suggestion, and I think this has been well received. Uh, I've, heard, I've had several people mention this to me. They appreciate now the timestamps that we put in the show notes. Mm-hmm. So um, 
obviously we would love for people to listen to the whole episode, but you know, people are like, I don't care about sports. Let me just jump to the main topic today. Um, that's, uh, that's been fun to see. I think, um, even people, I've heard people say, well, I'm not a sports fan, but I enjoy hearing you guys talk about sports. So, um, what about favorite episodes? <sighs> yeah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, I think I think many of them correlate with some of our most downloaded episodes. So mm-hmm. other than our, our initial episodes, like I think the episode on singleness, mm-hmm. um, while really popular, was also a really good conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I've gone back and listened to it, and that's me trying to remember back to episode five. Um, <laughs> yes. But uh, beyond that, I, I, I thought – I think anytime we do anything with human flourishing or human progress or, you know, you know – Fulfilling of that great commission. Uh, you know, we did one episode where we went to humanprogress.org, I think, mm-hmm. and talked about the movement of human experience throughout the last 30, 40 years. And I, I find that stuff fascinating. Yeah. So th- those are always fun for, for me at least. I don't know. Yep. For our audience, find something that interesting. How about yourself? I enjoyed – this is also some early ones. We did a two-part series on work and then a follow-up on rest. That uh, that I that I really enjoyed doing. Um, we've had a couple episodes on friendship. One specifically on just friendship in general, and then there was another one I can't remember the the number uh, on male friendship. Why is it that men in particular seem to struggle to build friendships? Um, that that I really enjoyed and think uh, we did solid work on. Um, and I enjoyed doing the the Grace Story takeover. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was weird having other people in the room who weren't part of the conversation though because we had people in the room videoing us yeah. who weren't joining in. Yeah. That was strange. Yes. Yeah, that'll be uh, – yeah, that, that was a little bit of a wrinkle for sure. Um, what about favorite sports memories during the pod era? Um, well, I think initially like everything getting canceled. Yeah. Maybe not favorite but maybe most memorable. Yes. Yeah, and I mean, this is a good place for us to kind of, you know, toot our own horn a little bit here. But like, we were way out in front of COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Why were we way out in front of COVID, John? Well, I, well, b- part of it is my own weirdness, where where I'm <laughs> I'm probably dialed into too many things and too many things going on in the world. Yeah. Uh, and and was, was had a trip to Taiwan coming up, and so I'm like trying to analyze what's happening in that part of the world. And I kept mm-hmm. coming across the coronavirus right. in China. Yep. Probably, when is that early February I came across that? I mean, we're talking four or five episodes in. I think, well, yeah, I think at least early February was probably when, because that would have put us like a month out for from my trip. trip yeah. And you were monitoring and you were starting to get emails from parents and students like, hey, is this still going to happen? What's going on? And at that point, you were just kind of monitoring and saying, well, we're still on for now and we're keeping an eye on it. Yeah, that was wild. That was that was incredibly wild. Yeah, but even related to sports, I mean, um, I remember very, <clears throat> very vividly, it was a, it was a Wednesday. Where the Rudy Gobert, yeah, where yeah. you know COVID was building and building, and then it was Wednesday, 
where the Big Ten basketball tournament had started, I had tickets to go the next day mm-hmm. with my son and uh, one other one or two of us with buddies. And um, so we were watching and then you had the – it was Rudy Gobert who tested positive for COVID. And uh, what was it? Like two days before that, he had made some pretty disparaging comments about COVID and kind of like like – was it he licked a microphone or something? He, I think he was just touching them. Yeah, just like clearly intentionally belittling how serious COVID was. Mm-hmm. And then he tests positive. And then it was like this – The un- man who stopped the world. <laughs> it's like this unbelievable like series of dominoes where it's like games are being canceled. Um, and uh, like – one of the <laughs> we've and here we we've got, got a boomer people, vo- booming uh, voice uh, out there out in the hallway. Oh my um, goodness! It, it's appropriate on the hundredth episode. Yeah, um, we got the sign. On I know and everything. we got the, the the light up anyway. Um, where you've got people like like games suddenly being canceled, um, and I remember what was it some some of the college tournament games like our school Grace was playing in the national tournament the. NAIA national tournament. Mm-hmm. And if I remember right, they were warming up or about to warm up when they made the decision, we're canceling the tournament, everybody goes home. And some of the games that already been played for that first round, Grace was about to play. I think they're about to take the, the floor to warm up or maybe it started warming up. And it was just like, nope, we're done. Everybody go home. Well, you know what game tipped off that night before everything got canceled? I don't remember. Knicks Hawks tipped off that night, and they played the full game. It was, I think, it was the last basketball game played mm-hmm. uh, that uh, in in February, February March March, and uh, and that was Vince Carter's last game. Oh, in yeah. Madison Square Garden, yeah, that was his <laughs> what last a bizarre game. way to end your career. Yeah, especially someone that significant, Vince Carter. Um, but uh, let's talk about positive sports. Maybe this is related still to the COVID, but since all sports shut down, one of the highlights in one sense during that window was ESPN doing their 30 for 30 documentary. Ten, was it, how many? Ten part? Was it ten? Seven. Seven, seven part. part. On The Last Dance, uh, the story of the Chicago Bulls and their cha- their final championship season. But it went all, all out from that oh, in terms yeah. of going back into the dynasty and that kind of thing, talking about Michael... Um, I thought that was just a, I mean, a fascinating look into the mindset of Michael Jordan. Now, at points, it felt a little bit like MJ propaganda. Oh yeah, oh yeah. But um, that was something that I think we even had an episode titled MJ propaganda. I think we did. I yeah. think we did. Uh, okay, so beyond that, what are some of your favorite sports memories from the pod era? Um, other than just simply sports coming back slowly but surely, and then fans being back, you know, you know, those things have been very exciting. But but yep. big moments for me, um, Steve Cohen uh, buying the Mets out from uh, you know uh, the Wilpons, mm-hmm. uh, which was wonderful, <laughs> and, uh, and beating every, out beating out Alex Rodriguez, beating out Alex Rodriguez uh, to buy the Mets. Thanks, thank goodness. Uh, him and J Lo, uh, who have broken up since then. But 
uh, we're, we're not doing we're not we're not doing celebrity gossip here. <laughs> no, but, we are not. Um, Steve Cohen, by the men, said everything that's happened because of that. I mean, he's made major yeah. trades. He's signed free agents. He's yeah. he's made the Mets a better team, I think. And then uh, the Knicks made the playoffs for the first time in ten years, uh, and that okay. felt like a big deal. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, how about yourself? For me, the big one is um, Ohio State beating Clemson last year in the. Um, in the playoffs, mm. in the semifinals, because the year before they got robbed, yep. and that felt very much like a, a a a vengeance game of we should have beaten you last year, and now this year we went out and uh, and dominated you. So um, that that was a, that was a fun one. Well, we need to wrap up. We've already gone uh, pretty long here, but um, one feature of the podcast. Oh yeah, that. Um, we that, this was your idea, so I want to give you credit. Each episode is in part named after an athlete who wore the number of the episode. Yep. So if you go through and look at our show titles, you'll see um, every episode pretty much has a an athlete attached to it. And I I stole that from a Mets podcast. Um, okay. And they quit doing it at like sixty or seventy. Okay. Just because there aren't many baseball players that wore right. those numbers. Yeah. Yeah. So we managed to make it through all the way from zero to 99. Mm-hmm. And some of those numbers were a bit of a stretch. We struggled. We had some lean, lean we episodes had some tough ones. Uh, yeah. in terms of that. So um, what we've decided to replace that with. Because we're not doing that again. No, no. And the initial plan was we were going to be an every other week podcast. Right. And we could run that for at least two years and didn't have, or at least uh, four years. Yeah. And yeah. not think about it. Yeah. yeah. For four years. Yeah. This, uh, you know, life comes at you quickly. Yeah. So here's what we decided to replace that with. Uh, We are moving to a This Day in History segment. This Day in Sports History? Um, I think we've intentionally left that. Vague? Vague. Okay. But uh, I think, yeah, I think the idea of sports history now that I think about it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, starting next episode. Whatever day that the podcast is scheduled to release, we will do a This Day in Sports History okay. segment. So that's that's what we're going to do to fill that particular segment. So, well, we need to wrap this thing up. So we need to get to our one thing we liked this week. John? Uh Thanksgiving with the with the uh, with the extended family. So uh, we had Thanksgiving with Andrea's parents and grandparents and sister, and that was that was a lot of fun. Yes, played a lot of games, ate yeah. a lot of turkey. Yep, had a pumpkin mousse. A pumpkin mousse. Yeah, pumpkin mousse, like like a dessert mousse. Yeah. Okay. Made out of huh? Made from pumpkin. It yeah. was it's very good. It's a dessert. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When you first said pumpkin mousse, I thought like like a mousse shaped pumpkin. Yeah. No, we, yeah. no. <laughs> I was very confused. They are a scientific family, so it is possible, I suppose, <laughs> they could engineer some yeah, sort sure. of. Yeah, sure. Why not? Why not? Uh, for me, uh, obviously, I did enjoy time with the family, but um, we went to a Colts game yesterday. We went to a Colts game yesterday. Yeah. So um, you sent me a text on Saturday morning. Saturday morning. Yeah. So we learned Friday afternoon. Uh, that my because I was supposed to go with my parents, mm-hmm. uh, my you my, and Andrea. Yeah. Yep, me, me and my wife and, and my parents went. We're going to go to the Colts game on Sunday, and 
we learned Friday afternoon uh, that my dad was medically not allowed to leave the house, <laughs> if I can say it that way. Sure, yeah. Um, and so, uh, and so they were like, "Here are the tickets. Find somebody." I was like, "Oh my gosh, what do I do?" And uh, and so, text you. You know, Andrew and I talked about it all Friday night, and then text you Saturday morning. Yeah, yeah, we were honored to make the cut. Um, so we went down. And uh, it was a f- full day. It full was day. a full day. Yep. Um, ate brunch, I guess, at, uh, yeah. at at Bob Evans on the way down and um, got to the stadium. I felt like the perfect amount of pregame. Like we got there with maybe like 20 minutes before, before kickoff. Before yeah. kickoff. So you get to see some of the pregame stuff. But um, And I had been inside Lucas Oil Stadium before, but not for a football game. And it's just a – it's a beautiful facility. It really is with the windows at the yep. top with some natural light coming through. Yeah. yeah. And we had phenomenal seats. Mm-hmm. Plywood money apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 13th row. 13th row. In the in the lower bowl. So 13 rows behind mm-hmm. the visitor's bench. Uh, About on, on the – On the 10-yard line yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it was a very entertaining game. Yeah, it was a very good game. You, sh- you should all go watch the highlights from that game because it was very entertaining. Back and forth. And um, final score was about 38-31, so lots of points scored. Mm-hmm. And um, we had great views of a couple of the touchdowns. One in particular, the the first touchdown the Colts scored was like a 65-yard touchdown pass. Um, and you saw it coming. Yeah, you, you absolutely. You saw like, oh, that's, oh, that's a well-thrown ball. That's oh. part of the beauty of, of being in person is you can see more of the field than you can on television. And you can totally see the receiver break open and the quarterback see it and start to unload and just see the trajectory of the passing. You can just tell that's going to be a touchdown right there. I think I'd never been – I don't think I've been that low in a stadium where I have to look up at a deep, deeply thrown ball. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, we were we were pretty close to the field, and it's like, yeah. oh, there goes the ball, and yeah. you got to look up to see it. Yeah, it's that plywood money. It's that plywood money. <laughs> so, a shout out to um, to to Scott and Celeste. Mm-hmm. We uh, we wish you a speedy recovery, mm-hmm. but are grateful for the the tickets. So, <sighs> episode one hundred, John. Yep, one hundred. Yeah, didn't go a hundred minutes. Someone asked us if we were going to oh, do that, gosh, and no. I, I don't think anyone really wants us to go 100 minutes on that. But um, we have uh, we, we have accomplished our mission, I think, for today. Just reflecting on um, how much we've enjoyed doing the podcast. Uh, this this is something that you and I look forward to every week. I mean, we joke about it's not easy to come up with content all the time. And it is a grind. You know, there are some weeks where we're like, oh my goodness, yeah. What am I going to say? <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, um, I mean, we do this because we enjoy it, mm-hmm. and it's not like it's certainly not like we're making money off of this. No, no, we're we're negative money. Yeah, on yeah, this. this is a losing proposition here in terms of financially, but um, we enjoy it, and uh, we appreciate you as the listeners, whether you've listened to one episode or all one hundred of them, and we uh, appreciate you sticking with us and and, and checking in and, and making us part of uh, your road trips while you're mowing the yard 
doing dishes or whatever it is you do while listening to the podcast. Or take notes. Yeah, you know, taking what, what, notes. <laughs> sure, absolutely. But we're, we're grateful. We, we never envisioned it necessarily developing the way that it has, but we are um, – we're – we're thrilled that anybody listens besides our spouses. My spouse doesn't listen. <laughs> okay. And I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That's a, that does not okay. bother me at all. Okay. Um, we're amazed that anybody listens that's not that, – that, that doesn't directly know us. Let's yep. put it that way. Yep. When I get emails that say, hey, big fan of the pod. Who are you? Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, so it's been it's been been a blast, and we look forward to Lord willing, the next one hundred episodes. Right? Yeah, yeah, two years from now. Yeah, twenty three months from now. Who knows what will have happened in the world? Maybe we'll be on, you know, COVID twenty one or COVID twenty three at that point. Who knows, right? I don't know. <laughs> in any case, we I think we need to to, to wrap this up. So uh, again, thanks for listening, and um, until next time. The Lord bless y'all real good. Later. Later.